Okay, okay. I know you've read or heard about that game, movie, or comic, blah, blah, but you haven't heard it from us. So chill, relax, let us talk all about it before you log off. Here we are, live from uh, all over the world, everybody. You are listening to Before You Log Off. Uh, It's another beautiful, beautiful Friday. And you know, of course, I have here with me the very talented, the very regal, regular old Ray Ray. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I see we have a a third person. We do have a third person. (laughs) I didn't know if you were going to notice. I did not know if you were going to notice. This is our new Bilo intern. Uh, This is businesswoman Beth. Um, she is responsible for doing all of the research and all of the show notes that happens. Uh, Steven is on vacation right now. Um, he is actually at a wedding, I believe is what he is where he's at. Like he's at a wedding. So he's doing his wedding duties as one has to do from time to time. But Beth down here, she will, uh, she will do a great job, very adequate job at, uh, filling in his spot. Right, Beth? All right, that's exactly what I shy, thought was going to happen. Shy. She's a little shy. It's her first time on camera. It's her first time on camera, but she's really she'll be in the chat room with everybody and I already see everybody in the chat room popping off with West Nile, J Labs, Squiggles, and GG Gamer. Uh so yeah, she'll she'll be monitoring you guys and making sure that uh you guys are being uh, very nice. So please be nice to her as well. Uh cuz yeah, yeah, be very cordial because I don't want to scare her away. You know, she's an intern. We don't pay her. So, you know, so, so slave labor over here. It's not slave labor. Interns. Yeah. Rachel, interns. There's a difference between oh. slave labor and internship. This is what's, what's the this, difference? Well, OK, so here's the difference. The difference basically <laughs> is she has um, the opportunity to become a full on bylo staff member. And then one day, boom. She'll be in one of her own squares with a mic, actually. We don't give her a mic. So, so that's... she has no voice. No, I mean, she has a voice. You just can't hear her right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Honestly, the thing. this sounds like some pyramid scheme scam. I, uh, it's Beth, not. Run away. Beth has already uh, signed a contract. She's good with us for another at least three years. Wow. Um, yes, she, she signed a contract. Right, Beth? Yes, exactly. You didn't give her a mic. <laughs> That's right. She uh, she speaks through other other ways. Like blink if if I'm right. Boom, there it is. So <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Jesus. So uh yeah, we'll let Beth do her thing down there. There is a ton of stuff to talk about today everybody. Uh the Umbrella Academy came out last night. Uh, Rachel, have you watched any of it? Uh I started the first episode and fell asleep halfway through. Oh, to the first episode? Boy, I am a working girl. I have oh. to get up in the morning. Oh, excuse me. I, I, I don't work. I super late. I, I don't work. I care about my job more than you. Uh, wow. Well, that is almost true. But but <laughs> but I did. I got to stay up and watch the first two episodes. I stayed up and watched Ooh. the first two episodes. And it's kind of sucks because the second episode leaves off on a cliffhanger. So mm-hmm. I was like, crap, I got to go to bed because I got to go to work and everything like that. Chat, if you guys watch the Umbrella Inca- uh, Academy, do not say any spoilers. You know, just let us know in the chat if you watched uh, season two so far. Um, and, but so, I mean, my initial thoughts is it's good. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's given you kind of more of the first um, 
of what the first season gave you, which I'm excited for. I like the characters returning. That's yeah, good. I've, I'm very sad about one of my favorite characters returning in episode one. That really? Was, yeah, he was amazing. And I don't want to say any spoilers, but it's kind of a bummer. Okay. All right. You got to. You, you know what I'm talking about. I I think I'm not for sure. I could be wrong. Was, I mean, it was the big bummer. It was like, why well, he was there for five seconds, and I'm like, ah. I see. Now I'm lost. I'm, I'm lost. Wow. You said for five seconds. I thought, yeah, no, because yeah, you know, okay, we won't even go into because it was I was going to go into <laughs> spoiler territory, so we won't even go into that one. But yeah, okay, got, okay. check it out if you haven't seen. Um, Umbrella Academy, it's good, everybody, of course. Like, why wouldn't it be, you know? Uh, the comic book was good, if you haven't read that one, too. And then we'll get into a little bit of extra stuff on it, uh, some 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 cool stuff that's coming out for Umbrella Academy later on in the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, stick around for that one. Um, and, yes, uh, I see in chat, JLab was like, no, we're not crazy people like Emma. Emma stayed up all night and watched every single episode. Oh, my God. She stayed up till 740. And she actually didn't go to bed until like 9.30 and woke up at 2. Well, I mean, that's kind of her tradition, though. She does that with the Marvel shows. You know how oh, Emma is. No, it was hilarious because she was messaging me and she was like, I didn't mean to like watch all of it one sitting. I was just going to like go to bed at 4 a.m. And then here I am. I couldn't stop. I was like, you say that every single time. And it sounds like you have a deep problem. <laughs> but the, We're here for you. I think I, is the first step. I 100% agree with you. Uh, the yeah. other thing is her saying it casually like, I was just going to go to bed at four in the morning. That's not regular, you know, so well, it's regular for her. Well, we'll we'll have to get the intervention ready for that one. But like I said before, <laughs> we've got a ton of stuff to talk about today. So let's get right into it. The first story is all for you, Rachel. First story is 112% for you. Three classic Lord of the Ring characters reportedly confirmed for the Amazon series. Um, as we all know, Lord of the Rings is very near and dear to uh, Rachel's heart. Um, yeah, I wish I had Adam here with me because he's my other fellow uh, Lord of the Rings fan. He is. Uh, we, yeah. we, we, I mean... If he wasn't busy as well with his work, we definitely need him back on the uh, the show too. But you know, um, so take a memo, Beth, please, uh, to make sure that you contact Adam after the show. Thank you. Yeah, please harass him so he comes back on the show. We miss him. Blink if you if you got it. All right, thank you. I saw eyebrow raise. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, three characters, Lord of the Rings episode. If you guys didn't know that Lord of the Rings, uh, our Amazon is putting on a Lord of the Rings series that's going to be set, what is it like? It's before the actual Lord of the Rings show, right? Or movies, right? Yeah, it's before Hobbit, before all of that. Um, I, I actually forget which age it is because it's not really like covered in any of the books. It's kind of like all all brand new. It's like all brand new content, but just set in the same universe. I think it's uh, before the Silmarillion or right after it. So it so, kind of makes sense that there's right, three hold on, characters. Hold, you got to you got to you got to explain to the people what is what is Silmarillion. Uh, I can't say it. I get tongue tied when I say it, but <laughs> it's like a prequel book that um, Tolkien wrote. And so this is like way, way back, like back in the day. I've only like read like bits and parts of it. I haven't read it all the way through. Because I'm not going to lie, token books are very difficult to read, but they're worth it. Uh-oh, they, they kind of throw in shade in, in the chat for you with the, uh, with the fake fan, Lord of the Rings. Oh, 
Whatever. I, I will vouch for Rachel. She is a uh, she is a hardcore Lord of the Rings fan. So will any of these names uh, pop out to you? So it says reportedly there's going to be Sauron. Of course, that's not a you know everybody knows that one. Uh, yeah. Galad Galadriel 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 sir. How- okay, first of all, these no. are made up. These are made up names. These are made up names that are but Galadriel. She is a queen. She is the ultimate babe. Uh, She's played uh, by Kate Bloodshot. How can you not say that? Is she? Yes. Okay. I mean, forgive me. I didn't. Did I will not forgive you. I did not know. Uh, And then the the last one. So Sauron, Galadriel, and Elrond. Oh, bravo! Yes, good job. Is that is he related to Hubbard? Elrond Hubbard. I have no idea who that is. No. Did Scientology. (laughs) <laughs> no <laughs> no he's played by uh agent smith in the matrix movies oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember yeah, he's arwen's dad he's the king of rivendale okay all right well, you're getting a little nerdy there <laughs> uh well i can go into a gladriel she is the queen of a uh, la florian wait is she is the, the one that was that declined the ring uh yeah she kind of like she could feel herself kind of like getting like poisoned by like the desire to get the ring and then she denied it and she went over to the gray havens after hell's the gray havens the gray havens is kind of like i bet the best way to describe it would be kind of like heaven it's where all like the elves uh elves came from originally and that's why they they leave middle earth and they go back to the gray havens and so they can live like eternally peaceful without mortals and everything like that uh okay Okay. Wait, did you not? Did you never watch like Lord of the Rings? That's where uh, Frodo and all of them went to afterwards. I thought they all died at the end. Well, kind of. They went to the Grey Havens. Yeah, they all like sailed off to the Grey Havens to like you know live peacefully. And I literally thought that was just a metaphor for saying they all fell in the in the in the lava and then they, they're in like the quote unquote heaven or whatever now, right? Yeah. I mean, they didn't die, but they are you kind sure. Of I mean, it feels like it. I mean, like I mean, you're not wrong, but you are wrong at the same time. Okay, see, that makes no sense. You know what? All right. Uh, Beth, you're going to have to Google that for me. Let me go on with the story here. Uh, according okay. to a tweet from theonering.net, that's already okay. Uh, I we, love theonering.net. I used to like, okay, you? when they first made that site, I would go on there daily. I would, <laughs> I would always like read all the stuff they had, play the games. I love that site. Okay. I, oh, all right. Onering.net. I really thought it was like some no name Nobody knew this one, but happy, I know it's the official you know it. ring site. It's the because, official. Yeah, it's the official one. Uh, I'm with GG Gamer in chat. Didn't even know that existed. Uh, you guys <laughs> suck. <laughs> so it says those three will appear. Early reports pegged more. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher these names. All right. Okay, I want to uh, hear you try to say it. Early reports pegged Morphid Clark. Right. Yep. Good, good, As good. playing the role of young Galadriel. Uh, no. Oh, I'm Gal- not about this. Galad- Galad- Galadriel. Galad- you said it. Gal- Galadriel. I said it right the first time. Yeah, you did. Yeah, no, I'm saying, oh, no, I don't like this. Wow. I, I think it should be like the original actors playing them. Because oh, so you don't, don't want, age. you don't want Morphid Clark to play it. No, no. I feel like it should be Kate Blanchett. I mean, they have the technology to make them look kind of younger, so... If they want to make them look like the same age from the original movies, they could totally do that. And I, 
I, I don't feel like they would oppose to re, like reprising those roles, you know? He may look a little different now. Like, it's he, been how many? No, I'm talking about but the Lord of the Rings, uh, the, uh, the Matrix dude. Oh, yeah, but the CGI. If they could make Samuel L. Jackson look young in Captain oh, Marvel, they could do that. But you want them... Okay, so already, this is a very expensive project. Like, you, yeah, you know this is... This list Lord of the Rings one. Uh, they're throwing mm-hmm. big bucks at this one. So yeah. you want them to not just CGI pretty much everything that's going to be around them, because they're not going to do sets. They're going to do CGI. Uh, they're filming in New Zealand. They're actually going there, and they're going to do on-site location, kind of like they did in Lord of the Rings, because The Hobbit, they did a lot of CGI, and it just kind of looked like garbage. They did a lot of CGI in Lord of the Rings, too, though. They did, but they used a lot of tricks, especially for the size, like, sizing tricks for um, showing the dwarfs and the hobbits being smaller. They used kind of, like, perspective, where, like, somebody would actually be sit- standing really far away, or they would film that and then kind of composite with, like, another film where people look normal size. Oh, okay. Oh, for like, yeah, the hobbits and elves are like super yeah. tall type of. Th- okay. Yeah. So right. they like they did use CGI, but it was just like little things to enhance it. Where the Hobbit, they just use CGI completely. So. And then, mind you, this is a different age, so you know, there's probably going to be different things in the environment. Um, but but besides that, my my original point was, you want them to spend. A whole bunch of money to for the full season because the, the the guy is yeah. probably going to be in it all the whole season to yeah. CGI him to make him look younger the whole time. Yeah, I want him to look like his <laughs> self from Lord of the Rings. I don't know if they could. I don't know if they would want to shell out the money that it takes to do that. Okay, well here's my points. Um, they, if they could do it for the Hobbit, they can do it for this because they're not going to be main characters. They're going to be just like characters in there for like just a little bit. That is like. That won't be that much money. And it's Jeff Bezos, Bezos' company, he has unlimited money. He could, he could afford it. I mean, It'd be he, change for him. He does like that. Yeah. That's no lie. I mean, this is you, a good investment. This is something that the it's a good investment. Is it's it a, a good, good investment. investment. <laughs> it would make me really happy. I will email him personally and say, "Please, Jeff Bezos, can you just do this?" I was gonna say, "Is it a good investment, or is it just you want it to be a good investment because you're a big Lord of the Rings fan?" Uh, a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Blanche is uh, what says one of the great elves in Middle Earth is portrayed by Kate Blanche in Peter Jackson's movies. Hugo Weaving uh, played Elrond Hubbard uh, and Lord of the River Rivendell in those Lord films. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's Lord of the Dance, Lord of the River Dance, oh whatever. God. Yeah. Uh, okay. The villain of Sarum is, uh, was played by humanoid form, or in humanoid form, by Sala Baker, mm-hmm. which, I mean, you can't even tell because he's got the helmet on, right, the whole time? Yeah, he was fully covered, yeah. Uh, while Alan Howard voiced the antagonist in the Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, uh, Return mm-hmm. of the Kings, uh, Sarum disguised as a necromancer appeared in the Hobbit movies, where he was mm-hmm. portrayed are played by Benedict Cumberbatch, which is something yes. new that we found out today, right? Yeah, because when I read the notes, I was like, that's wrong. Aaron, you got this wrong. He plays Smog. He doesn't play Sauron. And then you said, then you had to point out, like, it wasn't my fault. Don't get mad at me. Exactly. I copied and pasted from IG. I was like, all right, hold up. I need to look this up. Like, why would he play two voices in the same movie? Turns out he did. And yeah. I feel like that's really weird. Yeah, he actually does do the voice for Sauron, which honestly, having Sauron in the Hobbit movie, it was weird to begin with. They just threw in a whole bunch of random stuff that, in the end, it doesn't really, really matter. Sense. It didn't really matter, and it just kind of, 
I don't know. I wasn't really about it. It was just too much fan fiction. Just take out the second movie and just have the first and the last. There you go. Okay. All right. I mean, the but, uh, the movie comes out. Or not the movie. The um the the film is set to be. Uh, our filming is set to resume in September in New Zealand, like you said. So you know we're mm-hmm. not getting this series till most likely. I don't know, maybe the end of our beginning of 2022, maybe. I, I'm guessing end of 2022. That would be crazy. Because, like, they have to do all the filming, right? And then they have to do all the editing. The editing is probably going to take about, like, two years because all the CGI they have to do. Yeah, and you want them to add age-reducing CGI as well on top of that as well. (laughs) Yeah, I'll talk to my good friend Bezos. We'll see what we can do. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Let's move right along. Uh, How you doing down there, Beth? Okay, cool. All right. So the next story we're going to talk about, Microsoft uh, has confirmed some things that I feel like should just already be confirmed with video games anyway. Uh, They confirmed that Halo Infinite multiplayer will be running at 120 frames per second. That's probably for your PC people or maybe the Xbox uh, Series X people. Uh, And then also the multiplayer will be free to play, which I don't know why that's news. When's the last time that we actually had to pay for multiplayer um well don't you have to like buy those subscriptions or like online subscriptions so you could actually play multiplayer uh, i mean yeah for like xbox or like your playstation and stuff like that but like it's never been really news i don't understand hmm so anyway, uh, yeah, after 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 a leak from an Irish retailer uh, gave up the goods, Microsoft has confirmed the news that Halo Infinite will include free-to-play multiplayer mode, and it's running at 120 frames per second. The news wasn't revealed during last week's Xbox Series X gameplay, which we talked about that the last show, uh, and that was disappointing, and that disappointed many gamers with the state of its graphics, which I saw some articles on that as well. They were talking about people complaining about um, how the graphics looked. But I feel like that wasn't a big deal. Did you watch that? Uh, no, I actually, I, well, it's like, you mean like in the Xbox, like game release and everything that they showed? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it looked fine to me, but I also didn't really pay attention to it because Halo isn't, I'm not super obsessed with it. Like, oh, okay. Is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I watch your your guys' streams, but uh, yes, uh, she's referring to Emma and I are playing through the Halo series leading up to this actual Infinite. Um, but they're kind of playing the worst one. They're playing OT- OTDS or first, whatever it is. Wow! First of all, first of all, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have yes. to figure out how to ban you from. You didn't even say it right. ODT. You. Oh wow. Yeah, you I got tongue tied. It's fine. You do just it's as fine. good as. I do with the freaking Lord of the Rings uh, names. So cool. Now we can both be disappointed in each other. It's fine. That's terrible. That's <laughs> extremely horrible. Um, so what do they say in chat? Because I saw Squiggle say something. He said they mean you don't have to buy the game at all to play uh, multiplayer, which I don't think that's right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that's. I think you still have to buy the game. Well, it's going to be free on Game Pass, right? Uh, that's it's what not means. wow. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you consider um, you paying a monthly fee, uh, free, then yeah, that's a hundred percent free. But yeah. since you're paying monthly, I, I would probably say no. That's not that's not free. You're getting the game at a discounted rate. Yeah. So there you go. 
I don't know. I, I'm going to be getting it. Like I said, I like Halo. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this Halo open world is going to be. Um, but I, I don't know. What I don't know. Tra- I might like. I might wait for it to like come out and see how everybody likes the multiplayer because that was the thing. Like I did play a lot of Halo, but I only played multiplayer. I never played the actual story because. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to upset a lot of people, but the story just did not seem that interesting to me. Mm. Uh, okay, here's the thing. Like, I like Halo, but I'm not playing mm-hmm. Halo for the the story per se. Like, okay. I'm playing for the action, the shooting. Like Fitz uh, said in chat, the battle rifle. Well, he just said the battle rifle will be free in regular multiplayer. But you know, I'm just re- yeah. going referring to him. So, I, I I like the I like the the shooting. And stuff like that. It's just a it's a mindless shooter. And it's one of those games yeah. that I've played since I was in high school type of thing. So I'm just kind of, I don't know, like used to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, just like this is just a part of my gaming life. Yeah, uh, I got that. It's kind of like f- me in The Sims, you know, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I don't have an obsession where I'm constantly <laughs> on it. So Hey, I haven't played it in a few weeks, so you should be proud. I feel like... Um, you go on like incognito mode to play so nobody can see that you're playing. Yeah, uh, exactly. No. Exactly. No, you know why? Not. Because I've called multiple things, especially like Strider in chat right now is making you a little something, something called what that was like in a heartbeat. You didn't, did. you did. didn't even have to see it. So, I mean, it's going to be a surprise for stream. It's really cool. It is actually very cool. Strider in chat. You did a very good job on that one. It is, I, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see uh see it live on on stream on rachel's channel yeah. um squills and chat says phil spencer specifically said halo is going to be free to play with a battle pass system so you don't have to buy halo infinite to play multiplayer really well i'll have to, do you uh, have to buy the do you have to buy the battle pass like it's kind of like the game pass if that then it's the same thing right you just buy yeah. in the game but at paying a different thing right Ah, microtransactions. Okay. I mean, if it's free to play, if that's what the chat is saying, I'll have Beth check on that. Beth, can you please put that down and uh, check on the uh, the, the uh, the legitimacy of that? Because if it's a free-to-play game and it's supposed to run at a high frame rate with good graphics, going to be on both platforms, the next Xbox Series uh, X and on the Xbox One, that's that's a bold move for your AAA title on your console. Like yeah, because usually they like, make them limited to just the new console. So you're like, oh, I have to buy it now so I can play the new version or the new game. It's like Strider is saying it's a new, uh, <laughs> it's a model that's been around for forever. It's nothing new. I understand that, but I'm saying it's new for your like your flagship game, your big title. Like it's it's a it's a system seller per se. Like people are like, oh, we, and when you think Xbox, you think call. I mean, uh, Halo with it. Like they go together. What's what's that for PlayStation? Um, Ooh, I don't know if they have one. Do they? Dang, they do. son. Dang. I, know. I have. I honestly, I feel terrible because I used to play. Jayla, I've got a war all the time. Got about, a war? Yeah. What about got a war? Would you would you put that on that yeah. level? Yeah, I would say got a war or um, was it Horizon Zero Dawn? Ah, uh, that's, that's too new. Kind of like, that's too that's new. new. That's too new. Okay. Yeah, okay. because I they, feel, like, but I feel like for like a new one, that's like a really good strong title, though. It's a good strong title. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from the the strength of the title, but mm-hmm. the thing I'm saying is like Xbox original. <clears throat> you had Halo, 
You know, Xbox 360, you had Halo. Xbox One, you had Halo. That's that's already three generations of, you know, Xbox players right there. PlayStation, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have anything that goes back to their original PlayStation that stayed exclusive all the way up till now. Okay, I think it would be God of War then. God of War is probably the closest thing because PlayStation 2 had it. um, PlayStation 3 had it. PlayStation 4 had it. So that's probably probably the closest thing beth go ahead and check that out again for me you know just in case we're wrong i think i think you're overloading her with work just hit the break she's the intern rachel she knew what she signed up for she's the intern all right i i'm sure she signed up 100 percent willingly she wasn't forced to do this no not at all she has not taken her eyes off that computer and that's what i love about her she's dedicated dedicated to the cause Let's move on to the next story here. Let's move right on to the next one. Uh, The Last of Us TV producers says HBO series will enhance the original game. Um, Mm -hmm. Neither of us played this game, correct? Uh, No, but I watched Emma play again, Emma's guys, and I watched her play throughout the whole second one. So I got spoilers for the whole first game, and I don't know why I did this, because I know I really want to play it. Wow. that Okay, that's all right. I played the first one. I definitely played the first one. Okay. All the way through a, oh, I want to give credit to a chatter, Special Cases. I Mm -hmm. think he bought me the game. Because it was either special cases or another chatter. But I, I, they, they bought me the game. And it was like the game of the year edition, which was awesome. Um, and I got to play it all the way through. But I think I lost a little of the um, specialness of it, of playing the game. Because I, I played it years after or like a, you know, a long time after. So I didn't get that. Like, oh, this is a brand new game. And I don't know. It was a good game. It just didn't, you know crazy wow me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, i know. i i um i didn't play back in the day just because like back then i didn't really play scary games it gave me too much anxiety um but now i like actually really really love it so i kind of want to go back and play it okay I, can, I saw your face i saw that face you I, I mean it's not scary though it wasn't scary that's why it's that because, was the face was oh <laughs> uh, well i mean it's because like the zombies and everything like uh, I used to have like really bad social anxiety. So whenever like there was something that was like zombies and it was like a big, huge horde, like big, huge crowd to basically a horde, it would kind of just make me feel tense, even like movies, video games, anything like that. Okay. I mean, all right. I mean, all right. That's, that's, wow. You make me feel like, fun. hey, I said nothing at all. I said, okay. Uh, your face said everything. I said, okay. Everything I needed I said, to know over here. All right. That's what I said. Let the record show. That's the two things I said. Okay. And all right, (laughs) the last of of us HBO series uh, producer Craig Mazin uh, has promised that the TV show adaptation will will not undo the popular Naughty Dog PlayStation game. Uh, Speaking on the BBC Radio 5 Live's Chernobyl special, uh, Mazin, the creator of the remarkable miniseries about the 1986 Soviet nuclear disaster, opened up about the current project that he's working on with Naughty Dog Neil Druckmann. Uh, as he explained, uh, explained the careful process behind adapting The Last of Us for television, assuring fans that they plan to expand the source material rather than undo it. I think fans of something, uh, fans of something worry are. What is he? I think fans of something worry that when 
the property gets licensed to someone else, those people don't really understand it and are going to change it. And I understand what he's saying. And that actually, yeah. like, if you're a fan of um, of uh, this series, uh, Last of Us, it's probably comforting to hear stuff like that. Like, you wouldn't want to hear your um, your favorite game be put in the hands of, I don't know, the guys that did the uh, eighth season of Game of Thrones. You know? Ooh, no. But <laughs> have, actually, you, have you seen his miniseries, Chernobyl? No, I have not. Oh. It is so good. It's okay. So I, I'm really excited that he's going to be a part of it because I feel like his style can really fit, uh, fit the aesthetic and the feeling of the actual show, the whole post-apocalyptic feeling that's really dark. Okay. But keeps you interested and is it overly trying to be like dark for the sake of being dark. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what was it? He, I think like, what was it? He interviewed a lot of people who actually were there like during that, like, the whole like nuclear disaster and everything so he could be as accurate as possible he did change huh they he interviewed like people that were at chernobyl uh when that whole like thing like went down and like the actual facts of like what actually happened because in russia they were hiding up hiding a lot of stuff and trying to like make it seem like it wasn't a big deal they were lying to their people and result of that like a lot of people died oh okay yeah, yeah, I haven't seen. I, I know uh, you said you watched it, and you said it was a good one, and um, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched it just yet. I haven't watched. Well, it. You, you should check it out. And um, he, yeah, he stayed pretty like true to like actual events, but he did change a few things. But I feel like there were good changes. Like he, uh, instead of having a group of scientists who helped out the main characters, he changed it to the like, one female science scientist. So it gave it um, didn't like actually change the story. But instead, it just kind of gave them like more female representation, which I thought was like really, really cool. Okay. Yeah. So if he does do changes, I don't think it would actually affect the main story. It would just be like little minor things like that. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if they said anything about if they're going to go <laughs> with the actual characters that are like the main ones. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like they do Ellie. Yeah, like if they do Ellie and they do, uh, I hope they, I don't know, because it's like there's a world there, you know, it's still yeah. just basically the, the walking dead. There's a world there. So I don't know if uh, if they're going to just stick with the video game characters or they're going to make new ones. Uh, well, are they, did they say they're going to base it off of like the same time period as the first one or the second one? I'm not really saying not too much information is coming out about it. I don't know. It's interesting, a whole, like time skip. So they could definitely, like, if they wanted to start off from the end of like the first movie, they definitely have like a few years till the second movie. Yeah, or the second game. Yeah, they 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 got a lot of room to work with. They got a lot of room to work with. But okay, so here's a question for you: Like, what would what game would you want to see turned into a TV series? Oh, uh, Mass Effect. Okay, so like if you were to take Mass Effect and you turn into a TV series, would you rather them have just a whole new character or have Shepard as the focal point? Oh, okay, yeah, that's hard. That's how I'm approaching it with this one. Like, that's I'm with you too. I would love to see a Mass Effect one, but do I want them to, you know, maybe do another uh, Spectre? You know, see what other Spectres were doing, or do Mm -hmm. I want them to? potentially mess up shepherd 
Yeah, I think like Shepard, they wouldn't actually be able to because like every time she was on the Normandy or he. I it's know. a that's I feel like, thing. Yeah. Well, what, who, yeah. what are, what are we making Shepard? Like, right. I, I think they should definitely do like a different specter or like a different like main character because I feel like doing Shepard itself like wouldn't work because every time they were on like the actual Normandy and actually doing stuff or were a specter, it was in the game. So they couldn't really do anything before or after, you know? Uh, but it would be cool to see like returning characters like Garris and Tali. Yeah. Like cameos throughout the whole thing from them. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, I think I'd be down for that. Like, same universe, but new characters, just a few cameos from, like, familiar characters in the other games. Uh, and Chat Schmuel says, if they try to retell the game story, more people will not like it than be okay with it. I understand that, too, because if you try to retell the game story, you may have had a different uh, gameplay than I had a different gameplay, especially for something like Mass Effect. Yeah. Um Let's see. Uh, Jay Lapp and Chad also says Mass Effect, the story of David Anderson uh, or specters from other species. That'd be kind of cool. Like, yeah, I, I'd be super down for that. I would like to see Anderson. The only problem, no, Jay Lapp, I'm going to take it back with Anderson because Anderson was voiced by Keith David, right? And if Keith David isn't going to play that role, then I don't, I don't want to see anybody else in it. Like, he's he's too tied with that one. So, I mean, um, it's true, but it would have been really cool to see him back in his prime. Like, I would I, love to see that. I just want to see him, like, yeah, no, that'd be cool, but I want to see Keith David. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's what I want to see. So, yeah. I don't know. And I can't even remember why he why he stopped being a specter. Because he was, like, the first uh, human one, right? Uh, he was going to be the one one of the first human ones. Uh, I think that, Tur- like, Turian, um, like, the one that, like, goes crazy in the first game. I forget his name. I know you're the the one that actually touches the 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 beacon the first time or whatever. Yeah, and you're basically like hunting him down the whole yeah. time. I think yeah, it yeah. was him that was doing his review, and he kind of like sabotaged him because you know they're really against humans, if I remember correctly. It's always the Torians. Yeah, they don't like. I, I thought they were we the didn't we have a war with them? Yes, like we were the first person, or they were the first. Uh, like we fought with them first out of everybody. Yeah. I gotta play that game again. It literally is sitting in my in on my cabinet over there. I can see it, and I have like do the I. I have the trilogy, so I gotta get back to that one. Yeah, but do it, the trilogy, and then we could do multiplayer for the third game. It'll be all great. I'm all down. I'm all down for it. Wait, uh, PC or Xbox? I have Xbox. Oh. Wow, oh, shame. Wow, An absolute shame. Wow, that's that's okay. All right, so I guess we're moving on then. Sheesh. Sheesh. Beth is an Xbox player, so just letting you know that right off the bat. Nah, she just winked at me. She was like PC for life. She can't wink. She's uh, forbidden to wink in her contract. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that one is. Uh, and then the last one, this is kind of all on you, uh, Rachel, because I didn't really get to read the whole thing. Uh, oh, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there was a bunch. I, you said 30 seconds for each like chapter. Yeah. That was not, no, that was not 30 seconds if I'm the Flash. That's how, yeah, because like they're, it's like 15 seconds to read it. It No, 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 it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, So there's a web series called uh, Lore Olympus uh, created by uh, Rachel Smith, I believe her name is, or Smythe? Yes. Uh, Uh, I think it's Smith. Is it just Smith? Um, And it's a kind of a retelling. Or a reimagining, I guess you would say, 
Uh, oh, you know what, Rachel? You go ahead. You know it way more than I do. So. Oh, but I, I really loved hearing you explain it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I literally have like five minutes worth of knowledge on this thing. I kind of read the first beginning and I watched two mm-hmm. YouTube videos on it. I watched the interview with the creator and then I watched um, Webtoon's um, trailer for it, basically. So it was a lady. She was kind of giving a description of what happened. Um, mm-hmm. If you're unfamiliar in chat with this series, uh, Rachel is definitely going to inform you. If you're, you know, listening to this at home, uh, I, you're in for a treat. I, it, you're definitely in for a treat because it's incredible. Uh, it is a very slow burn romance comic uh, based on like Greek gods and goddesses, but it has like a modern twist. So in like God, in the gods realm, like Olympus and all that. They are kind of like in modern times, but if they go to the mortal realm, it's like ancient Greece. Mm. So I think that's a kind of like a really cool dynamic because the the gods world, they're like way more advanced. They have all the technology, they have phones. So it's very like in our time right now. And the whole story like centers around Persephone, her kind of like discovering her god- like goddess powers and going to Olympus because she was born and raised in the mortal realm with her mother, Demetra. And she's like very controlling very like helicopter mom like always watching her everything she does say helicopter so, mom yeah kind of like those like really possessive moms that's always like making sure they're doing something right and they don't get hurt and just very controlling you know i did, never heard of that term helicopter mom but continue really? continue no, okay, i've never okay. heard of that before <laughs> wow all right yeah so yeah she just goes to she goes to olympus uh she becomes friends with uh artemis i I think it's Artemis. I honestly forgot because it's been three months since they've been on hiatus and it's been extremely painful because I'm like, I need the next chapter now. I need to read this. It's what, an addiction. I saw that uh, on because I went to Webtoon to, to try to catch up. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Voice crack there. I'm going through my second puberty. Excuse me. Um, that it's a very popular web series. Apparently it had like four million. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were subscribers or viewers or whatever just alone on that one web series but i've I'd never heard of it the art style looks familiar like maybe i've mm-hmm. seen it like online from somebody posting things but i didn't know that it was more than just that art style or whatever yeah um, they have a lot of ads on instagram uh i i like and retweet a lot of the stuff on twitter so you've probably seen it there probably yeah yeah um, but yeah it's just like the whole love story between persephone and hades and uh it's coming back tomorrow it's coming back for season two, apparently. Yeah. So now they're not dropping like a bunch of comics at one time, right? They're just going to mm-hmm. do the weekly thing because it said like every Sunday or something like that. Yeah, every Saturday, um, a new chapter gets released. Uh, since they were on hiatus for three months, uh, all the chapters are free, but they will have like three chapters where if you want to read ahead, you could read like three up three right now on Saturday. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you could read ahead, but you have to pay for that, or you could just wait for it to come out weekly for free. Oh, okay. All right. I would just, I would just wait. Sorry, I'm not good at explaining things, apparently, and I'm all flustered, all excited about it. So. You're very excited about this one. I'm I've, like, talk. I know, I'm talking so fast. I've never read anything for, like, um, what do they call it? Like, slice of life, I guess type of uh uh comic books or manga or anything like that so it's something that's not really uh action based you know what i mean yeah so like everything that i read has like fight scenes and stuff like that this one does not right it's just just pure romance thing uh it's kind of pure romance but it also like deals with a lot of real issues that like 
Real issues that gods of, go through? What do we, what uh, do we? No, real issues are like every, every like day people like kind of like trauma, like things that like most people don't really address. And I feel like they pre- address it in a very like healthy, good way. Um, it's kind of hard because like some of the stuff that happens is pretty like fucked up. I was going to say because the first uh, like few, I don't know, pages or maybe, I don't know, the, the description <laughs> where they said that uh, Persephone's at a party, she gets a little wasted um and hades sees her and it's like oh man she looks better than my sister uh aphrodite yeah so they get rid of the whole incest thing between the gods and oh really because that's yeah so they're actually not related oh oh they're not really okay yeah aphrodite is not related to them hera is not related to them uh poseidon zeus and hades they are brothers but yeah but they, yeah they, she, mm. she wanted to avoid the incest so i'm like thank god for that oh okay because well, then technically persephone would be his niece yeah well, it kind of would be that's why i was going into this thinking like uh is this is just family matters but grosser oh this is exactly <laughs> what this the family, is i don't know <laughs> this is this is horrible no it's, it's actually really good but i want to say apollo is a dick and i hate him with every fiber of my being okay uh yeah. i mean I saw a fan, or not a fan, because she wrote the thing. So I saw her do in that interview. Did you watch the interview that I posted in our chat? Yeah. Uh, she was casting people to play in the show and stuff like that. Yes. Like who she wanted to play um, Hades and no, but no, no. I, I I was I was waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. And then she yeah, yeah. she said one other character, but I don't think I I made it that far to know who that was because she wanted. Uh... She said Hermes. I think John Mulaney to play Hermes. Yeah, she wanted John Mulaney to play Hermes, and she wanted uh, mm-hmm. Christian Bale to play uh, Hades? I, I could kind of see that, yeah. Really? A little bit, yeah. I would say probably somebody else. Somebody that could, like, I don't know. You're thinking somebody younger, maybe? No, because he's an old guy. Oh, okay. I don't know how old Hades is, so... Uh, he's a couple thousand years old. Oh, okay, well then, yeah. I guess you can choose anybody then you know yeah yeah wow why don't you do the guy from wow. lord of the rings the rivendale guy just have rivendale? him beat. Oh isn't that no. that's basically the same no. thing yeah yeah but he want to be a good hades uh i don't know I, I i don't know i don't know if i'm even gonna read it i probably won't i'm leaning toward the size of that only because what? only because you said it's a slow burn and i feel like it's gonna be really slow and i'm gonna lose interest in it no, it's a slow burn if you wait like week to week and everything. But if you read it like pretty much all in one sitting or just like in big chunks, it's it doesn't feel as slow. I honestly, the first season, I think it took her two years to complete. Mm-hmm. And so reading it from like the first chapter to like when uh, before they took this break, it took forever. But I read it every single day. I like the moment it was released, I would drop everything like I've actually a few times when we've been streaming. I'm like, wait, pause it. I'm going to read this real quick and emma always gives me shit for it so good lord all right yeah. if it's that serious i mean hey you're getting the second season coming out what you said this week next week uh tomorrow tomorrow so yeah yeah so, and they're season? also gonna be making a cartoon off of it that's what i'll probably watch then yeah just let me I think the cartoon would be cool let me wrap it up quicker so i can see you know are they hiring for voice actors i might i might have to audition for 80s i, I don't know mm-hmm. 
Really? Wow. I don't know, man. Wow. I, I don't think I can have you be Hades because I love him. And I'm like, oh, but that's arrogant. <laughs> you know what? I'm sending my audition tape right now. Sending oh, my audition terrible. tape right now. So if you're listening, uh, Rachel Smith, I are Rachel Smith uh, from New Zealand. Uh, I would like to audition for Hades and <laughs> uh, bring my my je ne sais quoi to the character. Thank you. I'll be uh, I'll be Hecate, your best friend who gives you shit all the time. So that was Hecate. I don't think I've even heard Hecate. that in, in Ex- mythology. What? She's a Greek goddess uh, of like magic and everything. Does she drink? Hecate. Wow. The pun. Okay, start. All right, next story. <laughs> uh, well, that's oh, actually yeah. all the uh, the basic stories uh, we have, uh, but a mixture between Rachel, who did some very diligent work, and intern Beth, uh, looking up some wow. Kickstarter. <laughs> it was all me. How dare you give credit to the intern? Looking up some Kickstarter things, uh, some Kickstarter pages that uh, either have kind of met their goals, but still, you know, they have those stretch goals and things like that. And we want to kind of show some love to that because uh, Bilo is a big, uh, big supporter of, I don't know, like indie games, indie uh, comic books. And Kickstarter is a good place to to go. see. actually, Rachel does it a lot. She always hits us up with um, different... Uh, links to different kickstarters are out there like the the ones that we i I know we're not gonna be able to get to it today but like there's that dice tower one that's pretty dope yes it's like they have them the dice towers are based off of different classes in D. &D. uh i think i have mine right here you got one to show you got one to show the people i got mine it's the rogue tower so it looks kind of like a little tavern it looks, but it's that's, pretty cool. That's cool. I, I thought those were very cool. Uh, I'm getting a paladin one, right? Yeah, so yours kind of looks like a church. It's really pretty. It's going to be dope. It's definitely going to be dope. I can't wait to paint those, too. That's the other right? thing. We we got we to gotta do a whole bunch of stuff because like, we still have our uncanny characters. We got to paint. Yes. Uh, Strider did an amazing job uh, building the uh, tower that we're going to be using for uncanny with oh, yeah. um with the 3d printer and everything like that we got to paint that thing out yeah uh, it's basically based off a stark a stark adventure tower it yeah looks really cool. yeah all I, the windows there all those windows i don't know how that's gonna look because i haven't really imagined how to paint that like i i have an idea i think okay. if we just like pick out like three three colors like three main colors i think it'll be good okay all right. Are you thinking like maybe with our our actual theme colors that we have for Uncanny? Because we have like the the purple, gold, and silver, uh, and like silver. Yeah. Where yeah. If we co- use like, huh? I was gonna say, where those colors even come from? Uh, well, I don't know. You have like purple for a lot of things, so that kind of like we picked that, and like yellow, gold is kind of like a complementary color of purple, and we just got silver because it was there. Well, all right, and then Momo Deary yeah. can't forget. Uh, can't forget to give her a shout out. She's the uh, artist on uh, the logo and the yeah. symbol as well. So uh, definitely uh, check out her work. Um, yeah, she's an incredible artist. She is like she does a lot of stuff for um, my channel, Emma's channel, and pretty much everybody. Yeah, she does a lot. Yeah. Of, she does a Sea of Thieves things as well. She's isn't she in like a group? Like she's in a yeah. like a Sea it's of Thieves a, group. It's the Notorious Arena. They kind of do like um, uh, it's like 
it's not like an official uh, Sea of Thieves tournament, but they do bi- like it's like the biggest one, like a biggest fan base uh, Sea of Thieves tournament. And I was actually watching it on Twitch today, and it's really cool. And their overlays and graphics are like professional because Momo did it. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, but back to the Kickstarter stuff. Of course. Wait, before we change, are okay. we going to be releasing our Uncanny pretty soon? We will. The actual the final episode um, for the prequel. Uh, should be releasing just as soon as I send it to our lovely, lovely uh, editor, our sound mm-hmm. editor. Uh, he's in chat right now, GG Gamer Galen. And uh, when that comes out, we'll put it all in a group so where everybody can go and listen to the full. Like I think it's, I think it's up to like six or seven hours for the whole, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a whole like prequel to our main campaign that we're going to be doing yeah it's like set in like a whole uh was it summer camp when they're like teenagers like 15, yeah teenagers right? yeah 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 yeah. and it's pretty cool um shan murphy she's this artist on twitter she's actually making us a really cool custom a uh, almost comic book cover of our characters at the camp and we'll be releasing that with our full set of uh episodes for the prequel yeah, I kind of wanted to get everything in one big thing uh, just to kind of, I don't know, have everything feel like it's like a complete package for people to just kind of look at the, the the cover art and listen to the episodes and stuff like that. Um, and I've really got I got Beth working overtime on on getting that stuff all prepared and everything like that. Wow. So uh, it'll be it'll it'll, it'll be Intern it'll abuse. be worth it. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Interns know what they sign up for. How many times I, do I have to tell you I'm that? petitioning to free Beth. Hashtag no. free bath. Hashtag. Please make this a trend. To, no, that is that is not uh, going to trend at all. Beth knows what she's there for, and she's uh, enjoying her job. She's enjoying her job. Look at the smile we'll on her face. Chat. Look at her smile there, on her face. There is no smile. There is, and her contract says she cannot smile. She cannot show emotion. She cannot wink. Apparently, so she can't wink. She cannot yeah. wink. That is that is true. But I, she can, she can smile. She chose of not this to intern smile. Contract. Uh, as long as she did. Strider uh, says her ice cream saved me, and yes, I can confirm. First of you. all, you can't even see through the special glasses that she's wearing. Um, <laughs> so that that's that. I didn't even realize that we hired an intern with other glasses. Like, geez, that's you, Stephen, and Adam all wear glasses now. I'm the only person. Well, I guess I just have to be. It's got to be you know cursed with this. Perfect sight. So wow, <laughs> get out, get out of here. Whatever, you're still lactose intolerant, so it's fine. that's a that's a perfectly normal thing for every human. Pizza, so he suffers. I can eat pizza anyway. The first Kickstarter one. We didn't even get to our Kickstarter stuff. The first Kickstarter game uh, <laughs> is coming. I don't even know the name of the studio. Let me pull them up real quick. Uh, the, uh, name, the game is called Death Ground Survival Horror. Yeah, Death Ground. So here's the thing that I was really excited about this game because this game is a solo or co-op survival horror game, and it throws you into uh, this like situation where you're going against AI dinosaurs so think the final or the third act of jurassic park right mm-hmm. um it's you by yourself or with a group of friends uh traversing around these like creepy um warehouse type of industrial areas while by being stalked uh by different type of dinosaurs 
Um, one thing, like we play multiplayer games here, our co-op games here uh, at Before You Log Off. I mean, Rachel joined us uh, a while back when we were playing, um, when we really got back into Sea of Thieves, and we really okay. got into that. Red Dead oh, Redemption, yeah. yeah. Like this, I love co-op games. Me, personally, I really love co-op games, but I mm-hmm. never get to really play co-op horror games like and or dinosaur games i don't feel like there's really any there's like dinosaur zoo tycoon not since dino crisis that have we really had a game like an action type of game with dinosaurs that i can think of i mean there's probably been some but just nothing like bigger you know Mm -hmm. um so this game here well right when it said survival co-op um horror game i was i was already i was already hooked on it uh here so it does some cool things though and it has kind of like this how would you say this like circle of life or um uh like situation thing where it's like this is how the games go and it reminded me of um mass effect 3 multiplayer fits in Mm -hmm. uh chat uh reminded uh turok and squiggles said arc had dinosaurs in it but i couldn't remember those two sorry thank you chat though thank you um so like I said, it has kind of like this circle of life thing. I'm trying to get to the picture right now. I think I just lost it. So when it drops you into the game, you'll have your spawn point, right? Uh, then you have the mission to go and extract loot, you know? So you're going through the thing. You're you're dodging uh, different type of animals. You're kind of not really solving puzzles, I didn't see. It looked like you were like hacking things. Um, just to maybe like open gates to get to different locations to get different loot to help you survive more and stuff like that. And then you have to make it to an extraction point and get everybody out. You and know what it actually kind of sounds like? It kind of sounds like Left 4 Dead, but with dinosaurs. Hey, it might, it, that might be actually. That yeah, actually. Because like you didn't like get loot and you didn't really level up, but you kind of like did the same thing. You were like in a certain spawn point and then at the end you went to extraction point and you just kind of went in this loop until you finished the whole chapter. Yeah, and I, I like that because it Me gives too. you kind of an objective, you know, it gives you purpose, I feel, instead mm-hmm. of you just like living in this world and trying to survive when the sun goes down type of thing. Yeah. Um, they're going to have do, different. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm like interrupting. Um, I was just going to say, though, I do like how uh, the characters, they all have like their own like special skill sets. That's so what I was just about to get into. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, that, so too. Yeah, like. Dead by Daylight in that fact. So it's like Dead by like the good things of Dead by Daylight and the good things of Left 4 Dead put together and it has dinosaurs. I'm already sold. So they have three classes that they show on their Kickstarter that I can see. They have the engineer. Yeah. Uh, he has the hack systems such as doors, alarms, power grids, and other tools. You got the scout that has the motion detector. And if you've ever played like, uh, what was it? Alien Isolation, I think it was. They have like that radar system, which uh, if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash before you log off, you can see in the little bottom corner, there's like the little um, radar that shows you kind of where potential dangers could be um, as well. Then you have, uh, so that was a scout. Uh, And then you have the hunter with hunting instincts that let you sense the surroundings and high caliber, uh, right. Uh, and you have a high caliber rifle. So I guess you can maybe like somehow see dinosaurs or track dinosaurs or something like that. If you're the hunter class, yeah, um, you can probably just like see them better at nighttime and see like their footprints. Like you could track them. 
So this this was already funded, um, but it still has stretch goals that you can go to um, their Kickstarter page if you guys were interested in it and um, donate and get on their list and stuff like that. If you're watching live, I put the oh we both oh, put I it in the it. chat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it got it got funded pretty fast pretty too. Yeah, it got funded like immediately. Um, today's the 31st, like as recording, and it says it has 14 days to go. So it looks like they have like little prizes and everything. So or like little rewards and like different editions of the game. So if you want, you can still like donate to them, even though they're way past their goal. Or you can wait till it goes onto Steam because it looks like it will be on Steam. I think I'm gonna have PC. to. Pick, I'm gonna have to at least try this one out. I like now that I got the new PC. Um, ooh, I hope they have controller support. Nah, use a keyboard and mouse, man. Nah, you know why? Also, too, because like I said, with this with this PC, I have a trackball, and Ugh, it's gross. not because I use it for working. Like a trackball yeah. to me is better for that one. Oh, you're but, so old, man. Wow, uh, well, that's not an old thing. How dare you? How like old thing. I'm sorry. dare you? Trackball, really. trackball for life, everybody. <laughs> trackball for life that's that's what it is but yeah go check it out everybody this game looks amazing they got a trailer on their kickstarter as well uh death ground that's a it's a dope one that's definitely a dope one the other thing i saw i think i was on um i was on the kick bar uh, kickstarter page when i was looking these up because you send links in there and on each one i was like oh it says hashtag black lives matter on there so i'm like there's a lot of developers that that promote and then i just realized oh it's just kickstarter that's <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. doing black lives matter but anyway it's all good yeah, yeah, yeah. actually i do want to say um i'm looking at the rewards right now and it looks like their top top reward you could help them design a custom in-game t-rex so that would be in-game and if you donate enough i don't know how much it is i'm trying to look for it but it's pretty cool it's probably one oh. of the top tier ones isn't it oh oh it's a lot how much 10k 10k you can make your own t-rex huh and it will be in the game i mean let's be honest everybody in chat right now is is millionaires so they got that so go on over there guys and get yourself your own customized uh t-rex is it like just one person can do it or is it multiple people can make their you know does it show how many slots for that one uh let me scroll back down to it because i know they have things where it's just like oh we only allow three people to make you know a t-rex at 10k (laughs) right ten thousand dollars it does not say oh well then it sounds like it's unlimited everybody go over there and make your own your own 10k t-rex that's 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 what you're doing everybody yeah uh let's see i wish i just have like yeah like this is chump change here you go uh i mean don't we all right what is what yeah. is money anyway, right? This riches anyway. Evil. Terrible. Next one we got on here <laughs> is the Umbrella Academy game is on Kickstarter as well, everybody. So uh yeah. you've seen the comic books, you've seen the TV show, now play the game. Umbrella the card game. The card game, which is very, very, in my opinion, reminiscent of Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, if you check out and uh, you want to put that uh, link in there, I don't want to double <laughs> double link. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, so if you guys uh, check out the link and check out the um, Umbrella Academy card game, it actually looks Wait. 
really cool. I want to pause you real quick. What happened? Hello, Lunchbox. Steven's in chat right now. He says, I love and miss you guys. Aww. I miss you too. I wish you were here because now I'm alone with Aaron. So thank you. First of all, first of all, you're alone with us. Because don't forget uh, Beth, the intern down there. She doesn't, you didn't give her a voice. You took away her mic. Uh, you're making her be silent. just like she's not really there. Let's go ahead and get things correct. First, I never gave her a mic, so I couldn't take away a mic that I never gave her. <laughs> All right. Uh, and yeah, she's focused yeah. on chat. That's what she's doing. She's focusing on chat. She's very interactive in chat. She's been doing it all uh, stream. If you see her putting uh, the different um, the different posts and stuff like that uh, for our Discord and and uh, Twitter and all that type of stuff. So yeah, she's she's invaluable. She's invaluable. I'm already liking what I see so far. So keep up the work, Beth. Says, uh, Jalop says it's almost like she's an infinite loop video. And you know what? Kind of have to agree nah, with him. Nah, that's just the 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 lights playing with your eyes. That's what that is. That's oh, the lights okay, playing yeah. with your eyes. Uh, but back to the card game. So the card game is basically you playing as one of the, I believe, six children uh, that were in the the series. So you know, you got the the ape guy. Uh, crap, what are the names? I'm already forgetting all the uh, names. Vanya. Cloud, Vanya, or Klaus, right? That's what his Klaus, name is. Yeah, Klaus yeah, Ben. Klaus. Uh, Ben's uh, the guy with the tentacles that come out of his stomach. Yeah, so in the in the card game, it's Space Boy because he's the he's the monkey guy. There's the Kraken who is uh, oh man, what was his name in the in the ben. show? No, no, Crack, Kraken is not Ben. What? Ben is the horror because he's oh. has he's got a tentacle coming out of his thing on his on that card. The Kraken oh, is uh, Diego. Diego, right? thank you, Jay Lab. Yeah. Yes. Caleb, I just said it. Oh, I just read the chat. I thought you were reading chat. Jeez. No, I no. Uh, you got uh, who else is it? And then all the cards have their special abilities. So, like, if you're Space yeah. Boy and you play his card, you get to double the hit uh, points on any card uh, that you play. Uh, like, basically, what it is is. Like I said, Yu-Gi-Oh, you're, you have your attack um, mm-hmm. number and you're trying to out-attack the enemies that you're going with and, uh, going against. And they have different enemy cards from the comic books uh, put into the game. Um, and I want to say it's one of those things, too, where you can play like co-op with your, your friends. Yeah, it's one of six players, ages 12 and up, of course, and it takes 20 minutes. And I, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever played games like this. or I don't know, Rachel, if you've ever played a game uh, similar I like this. I play Pokemon. Pokemon cards. Okay. Beth put in the record that we will never mention that again on the show, what? please. <laughs> what? We'll move What's right along. I'm just yeah. saying. They're Pokemon not, is great. Uh, yeah, Pokemon the game, maybe. The cards. Card. Mm. Did you not collect Pokemon cards? Not at I all. Could... I was a Yu-Gi-Oh what? kid. I played Yu-Gi-Oh. But even if you didn't play the cards, you still collected them. No. Oh. Wow, your childhood was sad. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Fitz in chat says, is this a deck building game? Uh, no, not a deck building game. Um, because it, you really kind of just, yeah, no, it's not a deck building game. You kind of just play yeah. the cards that are uh, dealt to you. So you don't really have a deck to, to build out. I would say it's like a cross between like Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic and just like a board game. So it has like a set set cards and they're not going to like build off of that they're not going to be releasing like new ones this is just like its own contained game yeah 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 i know uh, how to explain this. i got this but it's cool each of the little cards have different abilities um I, 
like already, you should already know since the Umbrella Academy, it's already reached its goal. They were going for 30,000 and they are at currently uh, of this day, which is the 31st, they're at 164,000, which is just ridiculous. Yeah, and they have 29 days to go. And every Kickstarter usually starts at like 30 days. So within a day, they've yeah. like, yeah, they tripled their goal. It says on their thing, it says 100% funded in less than an hour. Damn. That's ridiculous. They that, released it at the perfect time then. Yeah. I'm a little upset that on their featured in Rolling Stones, Bleeding Cool, uh, Looper. I don't see uh, before you log off on here. That's uh. It's a little, I'm going to have to write some people on there. Beth, please get on that and understand. I need to understand why we weren't uh, featured on their, their Kickstarter. Oh, uh, to be fair, we are just talking about them right now. Uh, yeah, but they should just automatically know. You know oh, putting, so like they should be psychics. Yes. I mean, oh, okay, do they not have super powered people on their staff? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Possibly. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one too. I've played some Kickstarter, uh, tabletop games and card games. Um, had to do some reviews when I was writing for nerd reactor on some Kickstarter stuff, which is pretty interesting. And I like the, the, uh, creativity that people are out there when they come to actual, like physical games, uh, like these card games or board games, stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how this one turns out. Uh, you said you had one more, right? Yeah, one more. So the other one would be, was it Kindred Fates? Here, I want to post the link into chat. Yeah. We do not have a slide for this. We don't have a slide for this. This is kind of a last one, but it's fine. We're we're good. Uh, I'll have, I'll have, um, I'll have her, you know, put up something in a minute. So it's, it's fine. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I really like this one. This one has already been completed. It was funded in just five days. I actually donated to it because this is, everything I, I ever wanted for like a Pokemon game. So basically it's kind of like an open world uh, monster battling RPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of have this whole system like Pokemon where they're the little monsters that you can collect, but it's completely open world. So if you put, was it Pokemon Sword where you have like the open field and everything and just give it more of like a Skyrim aspect where it's all open world, this is it. And I, this is, I feel like this is what Pokemon fans have been asking for for a really long time. So I'm surprised they didn't like explore that more with Sword and Shield. Okay. So wait, but then what's the difference between like this and um, crap? What's that game that just came out that's kind of like Pokemon? Tim Tim. Thank you, Squiggles in chat. Tim Tim. Like, have you seen that one? No, I have no idea what that is. So Tim Tim was a Pokemon S game. It's very close to Pokemon, but I believe that one's open world. Um and it's even co op too. Like they added that one. Oh, that's cool. So this this game though, this um what was the name of it? <laughs> you said it again? Kindred Fates, yeah. Kindred Fates. Uh are they going for a more anime look or are they going for a realistic look? I haven't even seen the trailer for this one yet. Oh, okay. Uh, they're going so, for more anime, so it's very reminiscent of actual the Pokemon style. It's kind of like simplistic and almost like 90s inspired anime. Oh, I see why you like this game. Huh. I'm seeing what? the Sims elements in this game all of a sudden. Building your own house. Oh. Well, yeah, because I like that in like a Skyrim where you can do little things like that, kind of make it feel like you're more in the game, have it be open world like that. But I was looking at their stretch goals. They added breeding mechanics so you can... um three different Pokemon to get new ones. They're uh, not Pokemon. They're not Pokemon. Let's, they're not Pokemon. 
Sorry, my bad. They kind of <laughs> look like it. They're inspired, and it's very clear that they're inspired. Um, but you could breed your monsters and everything and get different ones. Uh, you could build a guild, so it looks like you could possibly have a multiplayer in it as well. Um, what in the cultural oh, appropriation are we talking about here? Their Pokemon are called Kinfolk? That is Kinfolk. just that is just Southern Black talk right there. I don't care what, what? anybody says. It is? Yes. Yes. Oh. Kinfolk. Go go ahead. More about yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be on Switch. That's not that's not a bad start. Yeah, it was gonna be on Switch and I think it said it's gonna be on Steam. Okay. All right. And uh there's gonna be dungeon raids. Uh yeah, there's definitely gonna be co op. Uh and it says advanced environment interactions and uh Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. There's also going to be like a whole bunch of like bonding activities that you can't actually do with your little monsters. So, like, you can actually build up a relationship with them. Okay. All right. So, they're just really, they're really going for that Pokemon crowd then, for sure. They are. Yeah. The animation looks really cool, though. You can actually like go swimming, you could ride them, you could actually like go on them and actually fly with your Pokemon, too. Or, wow. Hi. Uh, nah. Your little Pokemon, I guess. So one thing that's pretty cool that I'm seeing on here is there's branching evolution paths. It's not just a steady, like, your Pikachu is going to turn into a Raichu all the time. It looks like you can actually turn them into different things. Like, there's branching evolution paths. I don't know if any of the other games, Tim Tim or Pokemon, actually has that, but that's a pretty cool little feature. Yeah, like, I know... uh... I know Pokemon has that for like a few different breeds. Like, you know, Eevee, she can like change into or they can change into different types of uh, mm-hmm. baby evolutions, depending on like how you train it or like what evolution stone you use. Uh, Digimon, they kind of had that as well. Digimon like, was random. You just you didn't know what you were turning into. It's something different not, every single time. Not always in the games. It was definitely random, which I kind of didn't like. But in the show, they had kind of like a they did have a path, but there was different branches to that. So, like, if you had Agumon, there was, like, three different ones he could evolve into. And uh, then branch off from that. So, uh, this is the thing that I, I'm kind of curious about, then. If there's branching paths for the the uh, kinfolk, um, mm-hmm. does that mean there's probably less actual kinfolk in the game, then? Uh, it looks like for the stretch goals, because they did, like, exceed their uh, their donation goals. Uh, it looks like they were adding a whole bunch too. Like they said, fifty more kinfolk since they reached more than two hundred thousand. Okay. Uh, how much did they actually raise in the end? It looks like they raised almost seven hundred thousand dollars, and they were only trying to get fifty thousand. Jeez, people are yeah. just coming out of the pockets for right? stuff. Come on, come on, Aaron. We got to get on this train. We got to. Like, I'm down. I've got plenty of ideas. Uh, it's executing them. That's the problem. <laughs> yes, yes. The, like our whole idea for what was it? Uh, custom gaming chairs. Custom gaming chairs. That would be dope. Uh, I had an idea for um, was it LED um, die, twenty sided oh, yes. die. That would that would have been that'd be kind of cool. Um. I, I don't know. There's a, there's, I got a lot of ideas. I got a lot of ideas. The LED die, though, I think the programmable LED die would be kind of cool. I know oh, for sure uh, in the uh, chat right now, Squiggles, if he if he saw that, that would be that would be sick. Uh, Strider says LED die would never work. You don't know that, sir. If there's a will, there's a way. Be a believer. Yeah, you got to. You got to be a believer. Yeah. The heart uh, of the cards, you know. <laughs> 
gotta have heart of heart. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, then uh, check that one out, people. Like, if you want to get those stretch glow, uh, stretch goals in there. Like I said, they already hit their their mark, but you know, there's always extra stuff that they can do. They looks like they were going for like five hundred thousand for some of the stretch goals on there, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah, they definitely hit all of them. So five hundred seventy five thousand was for the stretch goal. They hit everything because I don't see the price anymore. Oh no, yeah, oh, six hundred eighty. Yeah, 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 yeah. You said yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. So even though this one ended, um, and you probably can't get any of like the tier rewards, you can also pre-order the game since it's going to be on Steam and and Switch. I just thought it was a really important one to like mention because I think it'll be really good and it'll be a big hit. Yeah. As long as there's like no bugs. Oh, there's always bugs in the beginning, but that's yeah. What, but as long as like that's, really that's what, bad bugs. That's what updates are for. That's what updates. Okay. We've reduced our society to is just updates now. I, I nothing, hate it. Nothing's perfect when it comes out. So it is what it is. Uh, but that's it, everybody. That was uh, all the the shows we uh, show stuff we had for you, everybody. Uh, thank yeah. you, Rachel, for your diligent work on that Kickstarter stuff. Oh yeah, uh, thank you, Beth, for helping me with that. Oh, she is uh, ecstatic to be even mentioned by you. So. Uh, oh, she, she looks so excited right thank now. Thank you for uh, mentioning her like that. Like, uh, yeah, she she never really gets any any outward love from the other, uh, you know, co-hosts. So I, I mean, I mean, yeah. if you didn't like lock her up in the basement all the time, then does she look like she's in the basement? First of all, no. I mean, right now, no. But no. I'm pretty sure she is in the beautiful Oblivion Comics and Coffee, which is not our sponsors, but we give. Uh, them Beth from time to time to work at the uh, at the coffee uh, section, you know, uh, pro bono. So you know, it's it's all on the up and up. Uh, but thank you, Rachel, for joining me. Thank you, Beth, uh, for joining us as well. I am Sir Aaron Carter, uh, wrapping this up, saying that is enough internet for today. <laughs> <laughs>